Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Welcome to the season of Advent. We are so excited to walk through this next month with you and hopefully just bring to light Jesus in the season. So we have some really special things going on for you all of this month. You guys know that as we do our podcast, we also have what we call prayer and workouts. These are where we take the podcast episode from the week and we put it into motion and we take these topics and we dive deeper while we move our body and we connect the two things to Together. Well, during this entire month, our weekly live workouts are at no cost to you. So you can go enroll now at palmrunning.com slash virtual events. And if you cannot make it to the live class, we are dropping our monthly membership to get access to all of the replays for $1 for a month. This is only going to last in the month of December. We want it away so that if you want to move your body during this holiday season and also connect back to Jesus. And Jesus is always first in this, that you can do this and try it out. So you can go find all the information at palmrunning.com or see the links in the show notes. But we are just so excited and we hope you take this opportunity to try them out. I will tell you, our stretch and recovery have been by far the most popular. So it's not even strenuous. We slow down and we just really focus in on Jesus and then honoring our body in that process. So see all the links in the show notes and we're going to dive in today and talk about this season of Advent and kind of what it means. I know for me in years past, it seems like the season is just a blur. It seems like you hit Thanksgiving and it is like everything is running. You've got to prep for the holidays. You've got gifts to buy, all these extra occasions and parties to go to. And maybe you're like me and just even thinking about that is stressing you out. And especially this year when it seems like everything just costs more, money is tight. There's a lot of things weighing in. And so maybe when we even talk about Advent or the season of Christmas, you're not feeling that joy, right? Because everything hurries up, hurries up to get it done, hurry up and make sure that you've got everything in line, taking care of everyone. And so what I want to help you do is slow down and slow down a little bit. So if you're feeling that stress and you're like, I don't even want to talk about this season yet, hang with me. And I was really trying to think and reflect when I was like the season of Advent, what do I want to share with you? Because like I've said before, I didn't go to seminary. I'm not an expert on religion and faith. I'm someone who I've been in church my whole life. I've known Jesus my whole life, but I haven't had a relationship with him. And when I found that relationship with him and he worked his way into my heart, everything shifted. And this desire to just get it all done and be everything that I'd lived with for so long has faded. And so there's been this sense of peace and presence that I haven't experienced in a long time. And so what I hope to do is just share some of that with you and some things that I've learned. And I can't think of a better season than Advent to go from this time when the world is shifting on doing things, getting things done, staying up with everyone, to really leaning in to that Christmas spirit and to finding that one thing that you've just been searching for everywhere else and you've never found it, right? We're going to find that joy that lasts. And unlike the gifts that will come, and while we may appreciate gifts that people give us that fade, this gift that you can find in this Christmas season will never leave you if you choose to take the work to find it and be present where you are. So let's just start by taking a deep breath. 
if you are someplace right now where you can safely close your eyes, aka not driving or doing anything with heavy machinery or anything like that, I want you to just pause for a second. I want you to put down the laundry, stop the dishes, take a break from cleaning. And I just want you, if you're able, to close your eyes. And I want you to take a deep breath in and exhale out. And I want you just to keep focusing on some slow, deep breaths. And while you're doing this, I want you to feel breathing in peace, joy, stillness, and calm. And exhale out this pressure to just get it all done. The worry that comes with that, the stress that you're holding on to. I want you to focus on keeping those breaths coming. We're about to embark on a season that brings us the greatest gift that we've ever received. A gift that says you don't have to do it all. A gift that says you are loved exactly as you are. A gift that gave you everything you've been searching for. And the gift that frees you from having to do it all, to measure up, to prove yourself, to stress, to rush, to fear. Just be still and know that God is with you in this moment. Keep taking those deep breaths. And unlike the first Christmas where the world was awaiting a savior, you don't have to wait any longer because he's here with you now. And in fact, he's just waiting for you to see him. Take a few more deep breaths and feel his presence with you because he's there. Now, open your eyes and look around. Anytime you start to feel the rush and the pressure and the desire to do it all over the course of these next four weeks, I want you to take 60 seconds and just close your eyes and work on breathing and remember whatever words spoke to you in this. Remind yourself that you have already received everything you need because you already have him. And like we talked about a couple episodes back, remember that God is enough. And again, maybe maybe you're not feeling that right now. Maybe this season is filled with a lot of stress. Maybe you feel like I'm really waiting for God to show up. I can't sit here and breathe right now because I've got this weight weighing on me and I don't see God showing up. And, and this is where the world was before Jesus was born. And so you're not alone in this. And waiting is nothing new to being human. When the first Christmas came around, there was a 400-year span where it felt like there was no words from God, no prophets, no people who had heard God's message, and they were promised a Savior, but they weren't seeing him. And the first thing you see after these 400 years is this man named Zechariah, and he is a righteous man in the eyes of God, but the world didn't see him that way. He was actually seen as a sinner because he was old in age, and he was unable to have children. And so back in that time, that was seen as, you must be doing doing something wrong in God's eyes because he's not blessing you with children. And yet he didn't stop praying to God, even when God was quiet. And we know this because when the Lord came to Zechariah, the angel said to him, because your prayer has been heard, you will bear a child. And so this means that Zechariah was praying and, and he didn't feel God hearing his prayers, but even though he didn't feel it, God was hearing it because when the angel came, he said, we heard your prayers. And this same God is working in your life. He hears your prayers. But the thing about God is he's working in his time and he knows how everything needs to play out so that it all works together and your ability to hear his voice 
doesn't change the fact that his hands are working. And we're going to dive into this during the Advent season and see why Zechariah had to wait, why this birth had to come at this time. But it is trusting that when you are waiting and you just don't feel it, that there's someone there to give you peace. And you'll see the story of Zechariah in Luke. And if you want something really amazing to do in the Advent season, what I love about Luke's gospel is one, it's the infancy narrative. So that means it tells the story of Christmas and all of those manger scenes and everything that you hear about. And if you start on December 1st and you read a chapter a day of Luke during this season, you will finish the entire gospel of Luke. And, and I love the gospels because they tell the story of Jesus. And what a better thing to do in this season than to make that a priority and put that first. And maybe this is the first time you read that whole story, or maybe something in his story speaks differently to you right now where you are. So I would encourage you to do that. It's a fun challenge. Maybe get a friend and do it together and read through it. And get to know Jesus in this season. Because if you're here and you're waiting, you're probably thinking, how do I find joy in the waiting? Right? Because I don't know about you, but I'm not good at waiting. And boy, we'll really see that in the holiday seasons, right? Are we supposed to just sit here waiting and feel miserable in this time? And so how do we still find joy while we wait? And that's what I want to talk about a little bit today as we go into Advent, which is a season of waiting. And we know the ending of this story, but Maybe you're waiting on something different right now. And if you're there, the first thing that I have to tell myself to do when I'm in a season of waiting is to slow down and to surrender, right? So stop trying just to figure it all out yourself. When we finally realize that we're not in control, we can stop trying so hard to be in control. Because if you're the person who struggles with waiting, what you'll probably do, at least if you're like me, you'll make every attempt possible to figure out something to work, to get out of that season of waiting. You will be banging on door after door and you'll be pulling and it's not opening and you'll be exhausted and you'll be worried about how it will turn out and and you'll miss the time right in front of you. And maybe too, you'll even miss the nudges that God's giving you to get you out of that season of waiting. I know I've fallen into that trap before. And so the reminder is to slow down. And to surrender it and know that God has a plan. He always has a plan and his plan never fails. And if you want to hear from him, especially when you're in the season of waiting, the first step is surrendering your desires and opening your heart to hear where he's guiding you. This is something I struggled with because for so long I wanted to go to God and I just wanted to hear what I wanted to hear. And that's why I got stuck. But when we can shift and say, okay, God, I'm just letting go all my plans. I'm here in the waiting. What do you want for me today? And I was listening to this incredible podcast series and Jenny Allen's podcast is called Made for This. And she's doing a three-part series with a man named Jamie Winship. And he talked over and over in this series of podcasts, two questions that he asked God when he gets into a situation, when he feels stuck. And these just spoke to me and I will highly encourage you to go listen to these episodes because they were wonderful. But the first question that he asked was when you are here and something's not making sense and you're stuck, ask God, what do you want me to know? What do you want me to know about this situation? And then God, what do you want me to do? Because maybe God is just trying to reveal something to you in this season of waiting and he is just waiting until you're ready to hear it so that you can get to that next chapter, right? The funny thing is so many times the thing that we need is right in front of us, but we're going so fast that we don't slow down and see it. 
Or we can just be living in fear, anger, hurt, or disappointment. And so it is okay to feel those things. And maybe that's where you need to start with God. Maybe you need to sit down and work through those things with him, right? He doesn't want you to hide those things from him. Our pride tells us, oh no, I'm not mad or angry at God, or I can't be mad or angry at God. And so we work through those things so that we can get to that place where we can ask God, what do you want me to know about the situation? And what do you want me to do? And then as you're in that season of waiting and maybe it doesn't come to you right now, it is finding gratitude. And we've talked a lot about this, that gratitude is where we find joy. And and the best thing is that while we're waiting, we aren't waiting alone. Jesus is right here with us, right? Because we've already gone through that first Christmas season. We already have him and he is waiting with you in this season. In fact, he might just be waiting on you. And so it is just finding gratitude that God is with you and that he's being patient with you or just finding gratitude for something that you have in this season. And then we remove the temptation while we're in the waiting to be busy and to hurry everywhere we go. And this is for sure the thing that I have to work at the most because the desire when we don't have it all figured out, right? And the season of waiting is just to fill up your schedule. It's just to numb it all away so you don't have to think about it. Or maybe you just think, well, I'll figure it out next month because this season is just too busy. I've just got too much going on. There's just one party, project, everything. And we hurry through it and we rush it and we miss the things that God is putting right in front of us. Another recommendation for you, if you're really wanting to slow down and be present in the holiday is a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer. This truly changed my life. I read it last year about this time. And as I was reading it, it just spoke to my soul. He talks about the hurry addiction and what it's doing to us. And he also shows you life without hurry. He quotes Corey Ten Boom in the beginning. And he he makes this quote and says, if the devil can't make you sin, he'll make you busy. And there is so much truth in that because when we're busy, that disconnects us from God, from other people, and even our own soul. And man, that was a gut check for me. I just remember thinking I've been living the first four years of my son's life in hurry mode. And if you have young kids, you get it, right? You get it because there's always so much that people need, but also that should not have been my excuse. I was so busy hurrying to build a business so I could be at home with my kids that every crack of my day was filled with growing a business or being a mom or taking care of something. And I didn't stop to reflect where I was going. I didn't think I had time to sit down and pray. I didn't do the things that used to bring me joy. And I missed so much hurrying and rushing and for what? to measure up to something. And I did receive an amazing gift to be at home with my children, but there were so many days where I missed moments because I was hurrying to get to the next level instead of being where I was. But let me tell you, as I read this book more and more, I craved this life of removing hurry. And you can see how the enemy uses hurry to distract you from the peace and presence that God wants for you in this season. And that season may be a season of waiting. It may be a season of growth, but it's finding those rhythms of rest and learning how to go through life without being hurried. You can still get things done and find God's presence and be present for the things in front of you. And something else that's really helped me as I've started just to sit back and reflect on seasons is asking myself these questions when it comes to tasks that I have to do. And especially when you are going into a season that may be filled with a lot of things, these are just really helpful. First question, is this helping me grow in my relationship with Jesus? And or is this helping me share Jesus in his light 
with others, right? And so what I started to do is started to ask these questions. Is this something building my relationship with Jesus or giving Jesus to someone else? And when you can ask that before you say yes or no to something, it can help you prioritize your schedule. And it just made the shift. It went from hurrying just to get everything done to the sense of peace and calm in knowing that the things that mattered would get done. And it also created room to make memories, to spend time with people, to do things that I would have been too busy to do, but were really the most important things to do. And so let's just take a few deep breaths again. I think that this is something I need in this season, and I'm going to guess maybe you do too. We are going into the season of Advent, a season of waiting and preparation, a season where we can see that when Jesus is at the center, it just all aligns as it should. And, and when we can keep the faith, when we can trust, when we can know that we already have everything we need, we'll find this sense of peace that we've maybe never felt before. Maybe it's just been a really long time because we have the spoiler alert. We aren't waiting for the Savior anymore. He's already here and he's dwelling right within you right now. And the searching ends, the striving ends when you realize that you have everything you need because God dwells in you. And just think, what if you lived this Advent season this way? What if you lived in a way where you realize I have God within me? I have all the protection, love, grace, kindness, and peace that I've been searching for. And I don't have to go seek it anywhere else. I just have to live in it and then live it out and spread that with anyone that I encounter in my day and wherever that I'm dwelling today and now and know that God will guide me everywhere else that I need to be. And so we can slow down. And maybe this is your time to reflect. Am I too busy right now living for things of the world? Or am I shifting and making that center on God and remembering that when you are on the path with God, you will always have time to sit and reflect unless the enemy's at your table. Because the enemy doesn't want you to sit and see God in this season. He wants you to hurry, to rush, to stress, to be afraid if you're in a season of waiting. He doesn't want you to know the peace and the calm that you have the rights to right now in this moment. No matter what you are facing, no matter what is around you, God's gift on Christmas was that. And it is here with you now. And so it is fighting against the temptation that comes to forget that it's there or to not see it. And so I want you to take a few minutes today and reflect on that. Take a few slow, deep breaths. Slow down. Enjoy today. Enjoy God dwelling in you. And see how beautiful it is when you can go give that peace to someone else this season. Let's end today in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for your presence Thank you for reminding me that I have already received the most beautiful gift in your son, the savior of our world. God, help me fight back against the desire to hurry and rush. Help me to fight back against the desire to be anxious in the waiting. And help me to see you in each day, in each situation, and to focus my eyes on you. 
so that I can not only experience the peace that comes in this season, but I can also give the peace that comes with this season because I know you and because I have you within me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We cannot wait to keep walking through this Advent season with you. So if you are finding this podcast helpful, please feel free to share it with a friend. And since you do not have to pay anything to join our live workouts, what a better way to grow some Christmas spirit with a friend than come do our prayer and workout together. So grab a friend. They are on Saturdays. And if you can't catch the live workout, you can get access to all the replays of every single podcast episode we have for just a dollar this month. We hope to see you in our class or in our replay library soon. And as always, thank you so much for being here. It is such an honor to share with you. And I hope that you can feel Jesus's light and presence as we go into this season. We'll see you again next week.